Hello and welcome to Lead Time. My name is Anna Ramich. And I'm Chris Ackberger. And this is our special limited podcast series in which we talk about how Germany should move on from Apple and bring you the most pressing items on Germany's foreign policy to-do list for its new government. So the elections in Germany are coming up, but this is not just important for domestic politics, right? It seems like all of Europe is watching Germans going to the ballot boxes. Yes, indeed. The Bundestag election on the 26th of September of this year will have repercussions far beyond Germany. And whoever succeeds Angela Merkel will have a decisive influence on whether and how the country positions itself as a leading power in Europe in the coming years. I feel like Germany was kind of reluctant taking on this leadership role. How can the new government grow into and shape the country's foreign policy so it can actually compete with other global players? Right. And what are the most pressing items on Germany's to-do list? The planet needs us. The planet needs us to work together. Well, time really is running out. It has been. It may have already run out. The planet needs us, as we heard here from Swedish member of European Parliament, Jutta Guterland. So the climate definitely needs to be the number one priority for the new government. I know. It is indeed the most pressing global challenge. COVID may have kicked many other topics to the back seat in this last year, almost two years. But it was actually long before COVID that German climate policy really lost momentum. I guess this is true. Um, but with nonstop weather disasters in the world and recent floods in North Rhine Westphalia, I think it's come back on the agenda and has to be a real major concern for many German voters. Remember the recent decision by Germany's highest court that the country's 2019 Climate Protection Act is in part unconstitutional? This has also added new urgency to Germany's climate leadership. Yeah, and also ECFR's research and polling on the EU Green Deal shows clearly that German and European citizens are ready for change. Very clearly from both ECFR's public opinion surveying over the last few years, as well as that which other organisations have been doing, that climate is is a hugely important issue in the public mindset. It's one of the key threats. It hasn't been replaced by the, by the issue of health security. Indeed, what we can see is that there's an increasing demand on governments to be prepared for the next crisis on climate as a result of COVID. And also, importantly, climate is seen very much as an issue on which the European level is important, that there is a, a role for the European voice to play. So this is why we felt that it was important to dig into um, public opinion on the Green Deal. And what we found actually very much underpins the policy elite survey in the sense that the biggest answer, the biggest support in all the member states that we covered in this survey was for measures around um, investing more in public transport systems. So this kind of this concern on the needs to to manage, to ensure fairness in, in the transition. In the survey, which you just heard our expert Susie Dennison present, We also found that in Germany, almost half of all respondents wished for spending more public money on green public transport systems. And they addressed this task clearly to the European level. Yes, and cooperation within the EU and with international players are key. Um, Johan Groziard Peras from the Spanish Ministry for Ecological Transition and Demographic Challenge point that out in one of our panel discussions, but he and Yuta added that we need to think about the cross-cutting issues like gender equality and economic fairness. 
obviously, we can't do this alone. And I think that's that's very obvious and, and it's very clear. Cooperation is, is obviously key. The very immediate, very local, very regional uh, cross-border cooperation for us is absolutely key on that level. But also, obviously, broader cooperation with, with the rest of our European colleagues. But there's a lot to do in terms of value chain, in terms of technology from a European level. So, so cooperation there is important. Another example is offshore wind. If we want offshore wind to grow to the rest of Europe and the rest of the world, we need to invest in new technologies like floating technology, so literally floating wind turbines. Finally, from an ambition perspective, um, I think EU rules give us the, at least the, the, the idea of a, of a level playing field. But I think it's important that no member state perceives that the energy transition is at their expense. So if we perceive that somehow the energy transition means uh, something to do with winners and losers, that is going to be very difficult for the internal geopolitics of, of the energy transition. So we, we need to make sure that we, we can all move at the same level. And from a foreign policy perspective, looking looking beyond Europe's borders, we've also learned that you know Europe needs to be able to, to stand on its own feet from an international perspective because you know for our colleagues from the other side of the Atlantic, they're there hopefully most of the time, but you know sometimes all sorts of uh, things happen. So you know, we need to be solid in this. And you know it's not my my sp- field of expertise, but I know my colleagues in the Ministry for Foreign Affairs in, in Spain, they are working on a on an in sort of cross-sectional uh, foreign policy strategy where things like gender, things like climate are very, very important parts of Spain and, and I believe uh, the broader European foreign, foreign policy. I think the balance must be there so that both the member state has the freedom to choose their pathway and how they will in many times uh, work with climate policy when it comes to the, the tools. But the EU level has a very important role in the target setting, in uh, making sure that we all have an ambition that will deliver on the global scale. And I believe that uh, it is the EU level that can actually achieve that and help us not have this competition between between each other, where we actually destroy our common interest to to work together. So sure, European cooperation is crucial, and Germany being in the EU center of gravity must therefore take the lead. I guess the European Green Deal allows the EU and Germany, at least in theory, to become a global climate champion. Moreover, the deal promises to extend Germany's lead on green technologies. The deal also aims to fuel the green transition and develop a comparative advantage over foreign economic competitors. But how should the new government really go about this? What are concrete next steps to be taken? We asked our expert, Raphael Loss, who has written on Germany's and EU's climate policy, and he came up with some helpful ideas and action points. The new German government will have its work cut out for it on the climate front. The coalition talks with the German government should conclude quickly and provide the new leadership with a strong mandate for climate action. Showing up at COP26 in late October with a caretaker government would be a wasted opportunity. It will be imperative to appoint a special envoy on climate with the rank of a cabinet minister to increase the coherence of German climate policy across ministries and government agencies. In addition, new laws should be accompanied by an assessment of how they impact Germany's ambition to reach carbon neutrality by 2045. The coal phase-out should accelerate to end coal-fired power generation by 2030 instead of 2038. 
It will also be important to tie the dispersal of national EU recovery funds for extreme weather events caused by climate change to measures aimed at increasing the climate resilience of infrastructure. Last but not least, the new government should ensure that the Council of Experts on Climate Change can sanction and make binding recommendations to ministries that do not meet their climate targets. So, to wrap up, the next German government must mainstream climate action and assess how each policy decision affects decarbonization. Yes, only a systematic and sustained effort in the next four years can set Germany on track to achieve carbon neutrality and ensure Berlin can be a credible and innovative partner for global climate action. So, Germany, it's time to lead. Find out more about our ideas from how to shape the foreign policy agenda of the next German government by going to ecfr.eu slash podcasts or simply by googling ECFR German Elections 2021.